Coming up on the news. A man who lost family in the Ethiopia 737 MAX crash seeks safety upgrades. Federal data shows opioid shipments ballooned as the crisis grew. And Mexican drug lord Joaquim El Chapo Guzman gets life in prison. It's Wednesday, July 17. I'm Anthony Davis. A man whose three children, wife and mother-in-law, were killed when a Boeing 737 MAX jet crashed in Ethiopia accused the company of wrongful conduct and told a US House subcommittee that the process to approve aircraft must be strengthened. Paul Nijorge said that Boeing was left to police itself and allowed to sell the MAX without recertifying it as a new aircraft. He said leadership of the Federal Aviation Administration should change so safety engineers are in charge and called on Congress to increase its budget. Pilots, he said, should be trained on simulators to handle the MAX's flight control software that can point the plane's nose down to avoid an aerodynamic stall. Boeing is proposing computer training rather than simulators as it reworks the software and tries to return the plane to the air. The MAX has been grounded worldwide since shortly after one of the jets operated by Ethiopian Airlines crashed in March, and it's unclear when they'll be allowed to fly again. Michael Stumo, who lost a child on the Ethiopian Airlines flight, told legislators that the committee should end the FAA's policy of allowing designated aircraft manufacturer employees to do safety inspections of airplanes. He said the FAA should return to a system where the inspectors are paid by the FAA but reports jointly to the agency and the company. With that structure, the safety culture could put a stop to things if something looked wrong, he said. Sam Graves, the highest-ranking Republican on the committee, said the process to unground the MAX will not resemble the process under which the plane was originally approved. Newly released US federal data shows how drug makers and distributors increased shipments of opioid painkillers across the US as the nation's addiction crisis accelerated from 2006 to 2012. The data released this week by a federal court in Ohio as part of a far-reaching opioids case shows that companies distributed 8.4 billion hydrocodone and oxycodone pills to commercial pharmacies in 2006 and 12.6 billion in 2012. That's an increase of over 50%. Over that seven-year period, 76 billion pills were distributed in all. During the same time frame, prescription opioids contributed to more than 100,000 deaths in the US, according to the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The shipments increased even after one of the companies, Purdue Pharma, was leveled with a $635 million federal fine in 2007 for falsely claiming its drug, OxyContin, was not as addictive as earlier opioids. Opioid addiction is widely cited as a contributing factor to massive social problems across the US, including mental health and homelessness.
A US judge has sentenced Mexican drug kingpin Joaquim El Chapo Guzman to life in prison, plus 30 years. The 62-year-old was found guilty of 10 charges, including drug trafficking and money laundering, by a federal court in New York in February. He escaped a Mexican jail through a tunnel in 2015, but was later arrested. He was extradited to the US in 2017. He's a former head of the Sinaloa cartel, which officials say was the biggest supplier of drugs to the US. During the trial, witnesses say he had tortured his cartel's enemies. The life sentence was the minimum Guzman faced. The additional 30 years were for unlawful uses of firearms. He was also ordered to pay $12.6 billion in forfeiture. Prosecutors said Guzman would be serving his sentence behind tons of steel, referring to a high-security prison in Colorado. It was not immediately clear if Guzman would appeal against the verdict. He was accused of helping bring hundreds of tons of cocaine into the US and of conspiring to make and distribute heroin, methamphetamine and marijuana. He was also said to have used hitmen to carry out hundreds of murders, assaults, kidnappings and acts of torture. You can subscribe to The News by clicking subscribe on your podcast app or ask your smart speaker to play The News with Anthony Davis. Follow us on Twitter at The News underscore podcast. The News is an independent production delivering verified, factual and truthful world news daily. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.